Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Yes, 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 yes. A good Monday morning to one and all. It's Taz of the Moose with you right here on CBS Sports Radio. You've got Mike and Pete across the way. Andrew's got your updates as we come to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Home is so much more than a house. It's the home of your dreams. And for 30 years, they've been making a better Rocket Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4CBS. Attention hotline fans. Yes, that is your number to call. What's going on, Taz? How you doing, buddy? Oh, good. Bruce. good. Uh, hope you're great. Hope your weekend was great. Uh, hope your football weekend was great. Hope yeah, everything was you great. you as well. Hopefully yeah. you had a wonderful was, weekend, too. Ah, yeah, it was great. It was good. awesome. Yeah, very busy. You know? we're, you're busy. I'm busy. We're very busy here. We're busy individually. We're busy together. We're, we're busy. You know, we're just busy. Everybody's busy. People are busy right now. It's a busy time of year. Before you know it, you'll be busier because it'll be the holidays. Yes, yes, yes. What's with this mic? What, what is going on here? I miss a day or two and people mess with my mic. Only uh, I use this mic, right? Nobody else no, no, no. That. That's not true. Just want to make sure. Okay. I, I, that's what I was told from day one. I guess I was lied to. I think you are. Right. I, think, I think someone fibbed to you. If they said you're the only one that sits in that seat. It's only your mic. Taz, only yours. I think that someone did lie to you. But yes. Yeah, lied to. <laughs> I think that's your mic screen. I don't think that's your yeah, mic. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I I got um, else. Good. I'm glad you had a good weekend. And hopefully oh. everyone out there had themselves a, a wonderful busy weekend or a relaxing weekend or whatever it might be. Uh, and uh, there's a lot to get into. What a strange NFL Sunday it was, Des. Yeah, yeah. For some of us, it stunk. But, yes, it was strange. You're no, right. it's just uh, you know, when, you have a, when you have a couple double-digit underdogs winning the games outright with Ooh, Miami yeah. in Indianapolis as a 10.5-point underdog, even with Brian Hoyer, a quarterback for the Colts, and no Jacoby Brissett, when you have... The Atlanta Falcons, who have been a putrid football team, oh. um, oh, you know, for the better part of the first eight games, as they were one and seven uh, going into their Week Ten matchup down in New Orleans as nearly a two touchdown underdog, and not just winning the game, but winning the game by seventeen points, twenty six to nine, the final, and being the better football team throughout the course of that game. I mean, that is absolutely stunning. To biggest see shocker, Kirk- right, for you? That's the biggest shocker for me. Ah, uh, Yeah, I would agree with Definitely, that. Definitely, right? I would agree with that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I was surprised by Miami as well. I mean, yeah. but I would say, yeah, I'd say the Atlanta Falcons. That was when a you have Kirk game, Cousins though. winning on the road oh. against a, a team that's above 500 and playing pretty well. I mean, that's a stunner, too. I mean, so you had, you had all kinds of surprises in what was a, a wild and crazy kind of week 10 in the National Football League. Yeah, I know, and my Cowboys still continue to fall. My NFC team, uh, which uh, I think I'm going to be wrong on that one. Uh, you know, but, uh, yeah, they, they lose to the Vikings. But, you know, you're right. Back to that that Saints thing though know, with the Falcons. I, yeah, that was a complete blindside. I mean, I didn't really. Uh, I thought that the Falcons would be more or less in tank mode city. But uh, to go and do that, uh, New Orleans is crazy. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, crazy. Definitely crazy weekend. Um, shockers for sure. I'm sure people that dabble in any kind of sports uh, action betting, this probably affected them immensely in Vegas and other areas, wouldn't you say? Oh yeah, I would yeah, say, yeah I would say so. But I, I do know a number of guys that thought the the Colts were a soft favorite. Didn't think the yeah, Dolphins really? would win the game outright. Yeah, at ten and a half, eleven when Hoyer was announced as the quarterback. Sure, sure, sure. Yes, yeah, Hoyer's yeah, yeah. terrible. Yeah. Uh and you saw that 
over the course of the over the course of the game yesterday. Uh, Brissett is obviously a much better and more talented signal caller than than Brian Hoyer is, and you saw his deficiencies. I think the one that surprised a lot of people was uh, the fact that the Saints uh, get beat in the style and fashion in which they did. Because we gave them a lot of credit for how they were undefeated with Teddy Bridgewater at quarterback. Yeah. Uh, the fact that the defense had played so well this year for Dennis Allen. The special teams had chipped in two. Uh, you know, that, that game up in Seattle, I hearken back to that game where they had an offensive touchdown, a defensive touchdown, and a special teams touchdown on the road in Seattle, which is difficult to do amongst the 12s. And they come back home, a place in which it's ravenous, where the fan base is, you know, off the charts loud, Taz. And I know both franchises kind of hate one another. The Falcons can't stand the Saints. Right. The Saints can't stand the Falcons. And it is a true bitter rivalry. Uh, it's still su- stunning and surprising the fact that they, it ended that way with yeah. the way that the Saints went down, the fact that they could not punch in, score a touchdown offensively over the course <laughs> of the game, a secondary that scr- struggled for Atlanta. I mean, the week off for the Atlanta Falcons did justice, and we talked about last week. I, I think yes, we talked about before you know before yeah. you were a little bit under the weather. The changes that um, that uh, the Atlanta Falcons made to their coaching staff, right? They right. made three changes to their coaching staff, you know, during the course of the bye week. They get Matt Ryan back at quarterback, and I'm not telling you the Falcons have turned their season around, but it is it is surprising at how well they yeah. played yesterday yeah. down in New Orleans on the road down in the bayou. That was stunning. And I couldn't a, believe it. I couldn't believe it either. In a place that's ultra, ultra tough to play in, uh, to play against the Saints in that dome. And I, to hold Kamara for the, the Falcons' defense, to hold Kamara to under 25 yards rushing, Dude, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, it's just, I mean, he only had four attempts, but Breeze, 32 of 45. I'm looking at it right now, 287 yards. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I you, you got to think about it. If I mean, if I'm a Saints fan, I'm thinking, well, you know what? Uh, I w- I'd rather see Bridgewater right now. <laughs> I mean, no disrespect to the future Hall of Famer and Drew Brees, but, you know, it's a it's a shocker. It's a shocker for sure. Yeah, it is surprising. I mean, I don't, I don't want to and, – and that's what I think where sometimes, you know, maybe I get caught up into it. I think people – where you overreact to one week, right? It's just one week. It's it's one game. It's a bad loss. It's the 17-point loss to a team that was 1-7. and seven. Um, And they – you know, the one thing I would say is that penalties, I think the fact that the, the Saints were able to, uh, the Saints offensive line struggled with the pass rush of the Atlanta Falcons as well. Uh, Breeze was under duress in some key situations. That was a concern and a problem over the course of that game. And the Falcons were able to kind of finish off drives where the Saints were not. Um, you know, it's not like the Saints didn't have the football. They did. I mean, the Falcons won the time of possession, but I would look at it, you know, six to one in terms of penalties, six penalties for 45 yards for the New Orleans Saints. And the, the Atlanta Falcons played a clean football game on the road. They had just one penalty the entire game for just eight yards. I mean, mm-hmm. that's what you need to do. But sure. even with all that being said, Taz, the Falcons were a bad team. Yeah. I mean, they, they were bad. bad. They were a bad. bad, unwatchable football team that more often than not was getting their doors blown off in these games. I mean, the Los Angeles Rams went down there and absolutely embarrassed them down in Atlanta. Um, and the fact that they go on the road, I don't care about the bye week and were able to play that kind of a game. Say to yourself, well, then where the hell was that the first eight weeks of the year? Absolutely. And you had a guy, one of the better wide receivers in the game, and Thomas for the Saints, who had a hell of a game. Oh, 13 catches. Yeah, hell of a game, over 150 yards. And, and, and you know, and you can't score touchdowns. The, 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 the Falcons, I'm sorry, the Saints, you know, field goal, first quarter, that's it. Second quarter, field goal, that's it. Third quarter, field goal, that's it. As far as points, fourth quarter, donut. I mean, you know, 
Yeah, like you're saying, you got to be able to punch it in in the red zone. You got to be well, able to score. No question. And then you say to yourself, okay, how much do you read into it? Right, because yeah. that's the kind of the question that you throw sure. out there. You know, how much how much do you read into it? Have we overrated the Saints on what they did? Is it just a blip on the screen? Is it a case, Taz, where you know that Saints team stepped onto the field thinking that game was over before it started, saying Atlanta stinks. I don't care if it's a rivalry. We don't really need our A plus effort. Or I'm not, I'm talking about taking the, a team a little bit too lightly. I'm not talking about effort. I guess right. I phrased that a little wrong, but you know, maybe I not having the same focus going into a game because. I mean, that would be the only way I could rationalize it out because it makes no sense. I mean, because I think if I get a focused Saints team, I think they're winning that game. At the very least, they're winning the game. I don't know if they're covering a 13.5-point spread, but they are winning that football game, and they didn't. So what do you read into it? Do you read into it the fact that maybe they took them a little bit lightly? Maybe it was a case of, okay, getting Kamara back from injury and Drew Brees, and you give the Falcons a little bit of a credit. Uh, you know that's what makes the NFL great is you never know what's going to happen week to week. Sure. You know, or do you say we misjudged the Saints? Maybe they're not nearly as good as we thought they were. You know, for the first you know seven eight weeks of the NFL regular season. Yeah, I don't, it's a tough thing. It's a tough question to answer, Moose, but it's a good question. I, I would, I would, my first instinct would be they look past, uh, they look past the Falcons and 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 you know looking to think they play the Buccaneers for next, and and they're going down to Tampa to play the Buccaneers. Maybe that's it. But it's, that's not like it's like some massive rivalry, the Saints and the Buccaneers. Like, oh, my God, we've got to beat the Bucs. So I don't know if it's that either. If they look past the Falcons or if they just just got outplayed and just weren't a fit. Just, look, the Falcons, you laid it out perfectly. They played a clean game. They played a very clean game. They did. And, and they scored points. Oh, and, but it's not like they went off on, you know, Matt Ryan had 174 passing yards. Right, right. Right? It's it's not like they had, you, know, you look at what they were able to do running the football. I mean, the Atlanta Falcons had a good day running the football. They ran for 143 yards. They kept the Saints offense off the field. They were decent enough on third down conversions. They won the time of possession. I guess I look at it, Taz, and I say, all right, well, clearly, I mean, the consistency, this is one that, you know, it may be the Saints were feeling their oats a little bit. It, it stinks for the betters. It stinks for people that took it because that was an absolute tsunami in knockout pools. It stinks if you took New Orleans mm. in knockout pools. But maybe this is something, Taz, that Sean Payton and that coaching staff needed to for this team to maybe get humbled a little right, bit right, right. to get that hunger back because that's an embarrassing loss. And if that loss doesn't grab your team's attention, then nothing will. Maybe they were feeling their oats. Maybe they were reading the press clippings. Maybe they said, oh, you know what? We are a great team. We're going to be right there with the 49ers at the end in the NFC Championship game for a chance to get ourselves to the Super Bowl. Maybe they felt all this. Maybe this is the type of loss that can maybe even catapult the Saints to play even more focused over the course of, you know, from weeks 11 through 17. Well, no, I think you make a really good point right there, man, because I I, I do think Peyton's going to get he's going to get these guys. They're pro athletes, they're multimillionaires, but this is going to be humbling time. This is now, they, they got embarrassed, they got punked out at home in the Dome, okay, by a bad football team, okay, uh, by a bad team. And they got, they, it wasn't a close game. Like, it wasn't close at all, like you said before. So, you know, they, they, in the NFC South, the Falcons are dead last, and, and the Saints are first. So now, you know, I would think Peyton's going to definitely have these these guys primed and pumped for for when they go down to Tampa and play the Buccaneers. You got to be because it is humbling. It's embarrassing. We're starting our show off like a lot of people probably are talking about this this victory on the road by the Falcons. Listen, it's tough to win in the NFL for these teams and these coaches, these players to win. Nevertheless, on the road, nevertheless in New Orleans against a dominant you know Saints team where Breeze is back now. But that's the thing too, though. You know when they had um, 
when they had Bridgewater rolling and Hill would be it was shuttling and out and and then they do the wildcat stuff at the quarterback spot or whatever they were doing, they were tough to prepare for. What Sean Payton was doing creatively, offensively with that team and his coordinator, they were uh, they were really tough to pl- to deal with. They were. I think with Breeze now, I, not that it's. I don't, I'm I, I'm a fan of Breeze. I don't want to knock Breeze, but I'm it's saying a more I, traditional offense. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Well said. That's my thing. So maybe that was a little bit of an easier thing to prepare for for Atlanta as opposed to when you have a Bridgewater in there. Maybe. And and you might be right. And, and listen, when they're using Bridgewater and especially when they're using Taysom Hill, right. uh, they're a little bit more difficult to prepare sure. for. I do think they open up the offense, the passing game, a little bit more with Breeze, with Breeze than they yeah. did with Bridgewater. So it's kind of the yin and the yang effect, right? Where do you, where do you sit there offensively? But – um, it, and it's not like Breeze did anything poorly. It's not like he went out there and threw 10 picks, Taz. Right, right, right. You know, he, he threw right. for nearly 300 yards. He only had 13 incompletions in the game. It's not like he, he you know, but it, it's just a matter of the inefficiency of the offense. See, I look at it, I say, I think it's just a blip on the screen. I think it's a strange blip. I think I would be, you know, troubled if I was Peyton and that coaching staff. But I still feel New Orleans is one of the upper echelon teams in the NFC, you know, and right there in terms of the best team in the NFC, even off, even coming off this kind of a loss because of really kind of what I've witnessed and what we've all witnessed on their entire resume up until this point in the year. I'll give them a pass on this. I'll say, all right, it's one of those days. It's an NFL Sunday. It's a rivalry game. It's the Atlanta Falcons. They're coming off a bye. Maybe the Saints took them too lightly, as you pointed out, and maybe that's the case why you got that kind of a performance. I don't know if it's necessarily a sign of things to come. I don't know if it's necessarily a crack in the armor of the New Orleans Saints and saying, uh-oh, I'd be a little concerned about how this team finishes. I got to see them play this poorly again. You know, say they go down to Tampa and lose to the Buccaneers and oh. Jameis Winston and Bruce Arians. <laughs> then I think you could start to maybe be a little concerned and alarmed. But let's see that happen first. Yeah, that, I, I agree with everything you said. And if that happens, then you better get Bridgewater rolling. <laughs> Tell you that right now. Well, because he was, they were scoring points, man. They, they were know? scoring points. But let me ask you that question. Do you think it, Do you think Breeze has, you know, you've seen Bridgewater. They went undefeated, Taz. You bring up the point is. You know, how much pressure do you think is on Breeze here to perform, if any at all? Do you think it's just his job, sink or swim regardless? I mean, a future Hall of Famer? Or do you think it's a case of if this offense does struggle a little bit that Sean Payton might tinker with it a little bit or think about the idea of putting Bridgewater back in a quarterback? Uh, I, I'm going to tell you, man, this might not be the proper thing to say, but I do think you really that do. there's pressure on Breeze. Because, Moose, I remember watching those so, uh, several of those games and watching Breeze on the sideline in street clothes and, you know, these guys are all competitors. They all want to play. They all want to win and all this jazz. But he looked borderline stressed that he wasn't out there. I mean, I'm not a psychoanalyst that I could just read someone's eyes. Oh, no, I, I agree mean, with I, you. I kind of can, let's be honest. Yeah. But I'm not perfect at it. You know, I, I I can judge a book usually by its cover. Most people shouldn't. Most people don't, and they can't. I kind of can. You know that. <laughs> yes. So when I looked at Breeze on my television screen, I could see he looked a little stressed many times. And I feel like, look, he's a competitor. Guys that are competitors, they they know if someone is right behind them and breathing down their throat, they know it. They know it. That's why, you know, Tom Brady was happy in a pig. And you know what? That Garoppolo got sent away to, to San Fran. And he's Tom Brady. True. I'll, I'll draw you know, this. Uh, yeah, that's fair. Just because you like competition doesn't mean you want competition. That's fair. That's Aha! a great point. No, that is, that is a good point. Right I will say this. I'll draw a comparison to Breeze and Ben Roethlisberger. When Breeze was on the sideline, you're right. 
Now, maybe it's the personality of the individuals, but when Breeze is on the sideline and he had an injury that he was set to return, yes, he did look stressed. He looked like he wanted to be out there. Ben Roethlisberger, comparatively speaking, out in Pittsburgh, is the Steelers, amazingly enough, are a 5-4 and four team uh, after their victory yesterday at home against the Los Angeles Rams. Roethlisberger has got the earpiece in. He's kind of a pseudo-coach on the sideline, yeah. and he's trying to help Mason Rudolph out. Which, he does not look stressed at all right. in terms of his no. job security and his place Agreed. and where he is. You know, I, I, you I know, agree. two Hall of Fame quarterbacks, yep. two guys that have been the brands of their organizations for the better part of the last you know, 12, 13, 14 years. They look completely different on the sideline. So maybe you're right. Maybe Breeze is feeling a little bit of the pressure. Yeah, and, and you're right about Roethlisberger. That's a good point because the thing is, the thing is with Roethlisberger, he's um, – when I remember when we talked about it, when Mason Rudolph first came into the picture, uh, Roethlisberger didn't want him there. No, didn't want him there. So to his credit, doing that, and Eli Manning, you see, he's more – I mean, he lost his job to, to Jones, but he's like he's like a coach too. Yeah, he's he on is. the sideline, really helping out, really doing his thing. He Man, is. a line in a week already on a Monday by Taz. Remember the line? I do not. What's the line? All right. I just said it about two minutes ago. The line was: you may like competition, but you don't want no. You may like Mike. What was it? I don't remember. Oh. You moose. You may like competition, but you don't want competition. That's the line. Maybe. Is that the line? That, that is the line. Yes. We're gonna that, rewind the tape a little. That was the line. Me. Good job. Yes. How about that line of the week? That is nice job. Already on a Monday. Monday. Monday so morning. First segment. Taz. First, First segment. segment. Taz delivers the line of the week. Wow. I've got to top that. You got to top this it. week. Right? You'll get it. You're gonna get it. Uh, thank we you, should Taz. do that though. We should Appreciate do that going forward here for the next week or two on the show. We should do line of the week next week or two. You never know. Yes. Next couple Stop. of weeks, a line of the week. It's we? Taz of the right. Moose. <laughs> Welcome back, brother. Welcome oh, yeah, back. It's Taz of the Moose on this awesome. Monday morning. CBS Sports Radio. Give Taz and the Moose a call. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. All right, you got got your mic, Moose. Your mic, Mike. Your mic. Thank you. There we go. I got. Thank you. All right. That was welcome back. Sunday, yeah, it was not. Sunday, it's an NFL (laughs) on CBS doubleheader featuring a battle between two of the most dynamic quarterbacks in the sport. When Jackson and the Ravens welcome Watson and the Texans, followed by New England bracing for another tough road game. In Philadelphia against the Eagles, it all starts with JB and the guys on the NFL today at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific, only on CBS. And uh, before we welcome Bogish into the house, want to say uh, certainly Veterans Day weekend. Happy Veterans Day. Uh, and we uh, honor those and, and take time out. My dad, a Vietnam veteran, uh, my father-in-law, a Vietnam vet, uh, you know, one in the Air Force, one in the Army and, and everything and the like. So, um, if for those uh, men and women out there that put their lives on the line each and every day for Absolutely. our way of life, for Absolutely. those that have paid the ultimate sacrifice and have lost their lives in battle and, and protecting our country and everything like that, uh, you know, every day should really be Veterans Day. Taz, you, totally. you and I talk totally. about it all the time. Yep. Um, you know, there, you know, those that serve our country and are part of the armed forces uh, deserve better, uh, especially when they get back. 
than they get. Uh, it's unfortunate that needs to change, uh, but uh, those need to be honored. Yep. Those uh, men and women need to be honored each and every day, and especially today. I completely agree with everything you just said, no doubt about it. And, you know, the, 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 the men and women of all fighting forces have defended our country for all these years and, and, and sacrificed their own uh, their own personal lives and and current men and women doing that for our for our country, it's, yeah, it's just it's the ultimate, the ultimate, it's the ultimate, ultimate. So, absolutely, thank you, thank you, thank you to all the veterans out there uh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it is a holiday Monday morning. Taz is is back in the fold. Mark Malusis with you as well as we take you yes. right up until nine a.m. Eastern time. Uh, Bogus is in the house. What's going on, Andrew? Moose. Taz. Uh, yes, Andrew. Good America, morning. good morning. Another slow start. America. Well, did you hear that one? Yes, so is that new? Yes, that is new. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. his repertoire. America, good morning. America, good morning. Wow, yes. sounds like a, like a new TV show on ABC. Is the it country does. not listening? Yes. Well, no. Yeah, they this are. Is but, on, right? I think that's on Apple Plus. <laughs> but, 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 wait, hold on. Apple Plus is the new Apple TV? Yeah. Yes. I, listen, you just sidetracked me because I, I'm a big Apple TV guy, but I haven't done this yet. Yeah. Someone educate me. I've been busy the past few days. Someone educate me yeah. to the difference. So Apple... is a streaming service. It's a streaming service, but... I have that. It wants... Well, no, this is a separate thing that you would use through the physical Apple TV little box, or there's an app for the you know a Fire Stick or for Roku. Yeah. It's for everything, but they in the end, they want you to watch everything through that. They have some of their own programming, but they want it to be a portal for oh. everything. You can watch okay. Netflix through there. You can watch Amazon Prime through Hulu there. Jones. Hulu Jones. Hulu Jones. But Showtime tomorrow the Disney thing launches, and that's another whole. That's a whole other thing. Which is Disney great. Plus tomorrow. Yes. Well, what is that going to be? Is that that's just another? For, that's just that's another thing that reach into your pocket. Well, yeah. I mean, they've that's <laughs> a streaming service money. too. The whole. The whole catalog of Disney and Pixar movies, Marvel, yeah. Star Wars, National Geographic is lumped in there too. You want me to talk about Marvel guys? I got people, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's I talk, great. Just talk to them about stuff. Um, the um, <laughs> I think this is so they want their money so bad. I don't think that's going to help. I know, but here's the thing, though. No. Yeah. Nice like the, the stinky they thing. They want their five ninety nine a month, like all or the, whatever it is. Well, you're right. All the years though of you know, people paying for cable TV and satellite TV. I mean, things are changing. Things are changing in, in for that industry. You oh, know, no doubt. Because yeah. of what the technology and streaming yeah. absolutely. And, and apps. Cord and, cutters, yeah. Absolutely. It's, Pick what you want. Don't pay for it all. Yeah. That's it. On Demand City. That's yes. it. On Demand Jones. That's what it but is. But there is yeah. a deal. I think if you get a new Apple device, you do get Apple TV. Apple, free for a year. Free for a year. Yes. And I do believe if you're a Verizon customer, you do get the Disney that is, Plus for a year as well. That is also true. Yes. So, so you can get you can get Disney and Apple free for a year to test it out. And they're you also got to do your due diligence. Yeah, and neither one was out there. that expensive. Apple TV is five dollars a month if it's not free Jones, mm. and I think Disney is seven bucks a month, but cheaper if you pay for the entire year up front. Yes, I mean, what is just seriously like? like what, what is like too? What is too much per month for people to pay? For, they, let me finish for content. Like because that's a big thing in in the podcasting world too. A lot of people are putting their content behind subscription walls, mm. and WWE their success has been with their subscription model. But they also have free content, obviously, on TV. But theirs is ten bucks a month, and you get a lot for ten bucks a month from them. Well, I'm just saying, like, and you what, get all the pay per views. Right? You get all, yeah, yeah no, I mean, it's that, a hell of a bargain. No, it's a hell of a bargain. That's a hell of a deal. Yeah, in wrestling, those pay per views. If I pay, is it still forty bucks a month? It's or something 50? like that. Right, Pete, somewhere in that vicinity, 40 right? To 40, 50 50. A month? 
something. Yeah, a little more. Yeah. Okay. Like WWE like stuff. Pete? Yeah. So, but here's the, what I'm saying is you guys are a little bit younger than me. Like, what is like too much to pay per month? I guess everyone's budget's different. I know that, but like, is it a point where there's like I right, five bucks here, six bucks here? We we pay subscription base for this. All right, that's another three bucks. Like, what's too much? It might all be too much. All right. That's very soon. No, but, but I mean, like, seriously, like, it's sad, like the, you know, the Disney thing. If you have a Moose kid. just topped my line in a week. <laughs> <laughs> it's seg two. He topped my line in a week, which is seg one. Well, you just teed me up. You just teed me up. I don't know. That's a good question. It depends on, you know, it depends on, I think, I'm a, it, the, the, the honest answer, Taz, I think it depends one. on Literally. on the the thirst for the uh, the subscriber of war, uh, of the content, right? So, I think the Disney Plus, if you've got young kids, the fact that the entire Disney catalog is there on demand. So every, it's like, like with WWE Wrestling. Same yeah, thing yeah. Every, with every Disney. movie, because they're they're And you movies. can download it. And so you can put it on an iPad, right, put it in the car so when you're all, driving somewhere, so too. all of oh, that nice being there your for your kids, yeah. like every movie, like yeah. that's that's amazing. Like that that is that is worth the price. But don't you want to talk to the kids, though, when they're in the No, car? when you're no, four no, hours driving about, a Montauk, like, you need no. to put a movie on. Shut up. Come then on. Then it doesn't stop. Yeah. No, you want to talk Dad to your the kids. Year, Andrew Bogus. Right. What do you think? You're breaking down world peace with a two-year-old? <laughs> yeah. Are we there yet? I got to pee. They, they I dropped my Cheerios. Uh, right. Put your movie on, and then you got to peace and quiet for an hour and a half. My kid's older now, so I forget those yeah. times. But yeah. Well, my guy, my kid used to get in the car and go out to sleep. Like, he, his, whole, like his whole youth... He got right, the car. He put a four-hour right workout beforehand. He was exhausted. <laughs> well, my kids doing up downs well, and running. Kids like yeah. to take naps in the car. Yeah. I agree with you. But big for, nap guy he was. But yeah. I don't know for four hours. <laughs> Dude, this we kid don't have. Sleep, we don't bro. have. We don't have a TV in the car. I'm just talking about it at home. Sometimes it's a treat if they have a. You know, Jackson has a good report card. They're good at home. Whatever. Treat them. They can watch a little bit of a movie or a movie. That's a treat. During the course of a day. Wow, the, you guys run a tough movie, house. Seriously, man. no McDonald's. No, no. Every once in a while, like a Marine Corps. Talk about Veterans Day. McDonald's. McDonald's. No. What are you guys they, doing? I mean, and yet they're still setting fires. I know. Well, they're <laughs> three boys. They're, they're three wrecking the house. They didn't set a fire. That no. was the washing machine. But thank you, Andrew. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, set a fire. So are you guys going to put your kids Have you figured young. out why it was They've, burning yet? We, we, that, the matches and the lighters are high up on a shelf. They can't reach those yet. <laughs> you want PDAC to come by them, my guy? <laughs> no, well, my guy? No. All right. No, uh, so. Are you guys going to do the Disney thing? Yeah, I'm going to get it for a year. I get it for free for a year. Oh, yeah. you get it for free. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, we're going to do it. And you again? Um, I do not get it for free for a year because I am not a Verizon customer, but I probably will because it also eliminates the need to buy DVDs. Yeah. DVDs still a thing? Can't well, just, Blu-ray, same. I just can't. People don't, just, well, I just, don't download you just download the stuff, the links Apple. and stuff? Link Jones yeah. on Apple? Yeah, that's... Yeah, I just download the movie. I don't buy DVDs. We anymore. still physically... I will When they want a movie, I'll buy the physical like Blu-ray DVD combo because our old car had a had DVD, DVD player, player, so I needed oh. a physical DVD to throw in there for them to watch on our longer trips. Our oh. kids have destroyed the DVDs. They throw them around the house like Frisbees. Yeah, there you go. So... It's- <laughs> Maybe no, literally, some McDonald's moves. literally Jackson. Literally, <laughs> the other happy. day, I don't know. Gregory was <laughs> walking around. Yes, yeah. The other day, like, I walked into Gregory's room <laughs> and he had the Lion King DVD that he was throwing up against the wall. I was like, "All right, Gregory, you give me that." I can no longer be played. I looked at the back. There was basically like a scratch, like someone took a hammer to the back of it. We now we that understand. We're good. This is a coup d'etat. <laughs> I mean, we put that in the washing machine on the porch. Yeah, exactly. 
I was like, Gregory. And then he got upset that I took the DVD. I go, what are you going to do with this? What are you going to do with this? Yes, you destroyed it once, son. You can't destroy it again. Go grab off a nice china and you can destroy that now. Exactly, right. Everything's So, But yeah, I'm going to get it. But maybe people that are into, like, obviously a lot of people love Marvel. You know, because they are, are owned by oh, Disney, yeah. by think, Disney, right? Yeah, you get all yeah. the Marvel movies, plus you get Star Wars, too. And Star Wars, too. I forgot about you that. You get all yeah. of the Star Wars. Yeah. I mean, I've done the research on cord cuttings. I'm very close to doing it. And even if you factor in... So that's, in, hold on. I'm, I'm a little... I sound like I feel like I'm on a uh, get-off-my-lawn moment. So yeah. that's what, It's a cord cutting. That's the gimmick? That's been around a while, that nickname? Well, let me, yeah, that's yeah. it, yeah. Everything's got a moniker now. Well, yes. that's, yeah, it's picked up momentum more and more steam. It's basically... Cord cutter. Cord cutting, Yeah, although I still have the internet cord, which will allow me to watch all these things. cable. But like what no about, cable I have satellite TV. So yeah. I, that, You're not a cord cutter. What am I? No, you're, you're just school. regular. You're, yeah, I'm a former you're, world heavyweight champien. No, 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 no stop, stop. If you have direct TV, if you have cable vision, you have dish, whatever it might be, I mean, you're part of, you know, the old school kind of, you know, having the cable service flipping around through TVs. Cord cutting is basically. No, cord. no paying for what you want. On demand. Correct. Yeah. All on demand. Right. Yeah. And you because you need to you need to have some kind of like pseudo cable coverage so you can log into all the different channel apps. Like so, you need to do like whether it's Sling or PlayStation View is one. That's you need to have true. like some base, but even that, like, what do you mean I have Apple TV and I don't, none, I don't have any of that stuff. Right, because you don't because you're using like if you wanted to watch like the ESPN app or the Cooking yeah. Channel app or yeah. Nat Geo app, you still need to log in. With Geo's your, got an app. Yeah. Yes, he does. Uh, with your with cable subscription. Is yes. him or yeah. is him and Boomer, Boomer and Geo? Yeah. And yes. a guy named Nat. Yeah. But <laughs> you open it up, it's him doing a Joe Beningo. Yeah. Eight ninety nine a month. Right. That's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm just going to do no, it That's the cold now. open. No, that's they, the cold right. open. No, they, no, it's, no, they learned from Mike's mistake. It's seven ninety nine a month. <laughs> <laughs> Line of the week. Moose topped himself. Off to a fast start today. Yeah, he's not playing around. Not, not oh my God, he's so fun. Let's trim a dollar off that. <laughs> oh, my God. That was funny. Oh, gee. <laughs> Uh, what's going oh, on, yeah. Andrew? So oh. another slow start for the Dallas Cowboys last <laughs> night. Great but they found themselves in position to beat the Vikings at Jerry World. Prescott in the gun, brings one in motion, fakes the give, rolls to his right, points, throws it to the side of the end zone. Cooper, touchdown, he did it again! Cooper's magic feet did it again! By the way, the hands aren't too bad either. Brad Sham on Cowboys Radio. Dak Prescott's third TD pass of the night gave Dallas a 21-20 lead in the third quarter. But Dalvin Cook put the Vikings back in front with a two-yard run with two seconds left in that third. They held on for a 28-24 victory. Prescott trying to be positive. We've got to stop doing that, uh, but we, def- we we got over that, right? We overcame that, and as I say, gave ourselves an opportunity. Yeah, they overcame a 14-0 hole to eventually still lose. They drop into a tie with the Eagles atop the NFC East. The Vikings go to 7-3. and They stay a game behind the Packers, who fought off the Panthers 24-16 in the snow at Lambeau. The Saints somehow lost to the Falcons in the Superdome 26-9. The Titans blocked the field goal as time expired to surprise the Chiefs 35-32. And the Jets less ugly than the Giants 34-27. Saquon Barkley just one yard on 13 carries. College football, LSU a runaway number one 
in the new AP poll after winning at Alabama. The tight end up fourth with Ohio State and Clemson in between them. I'll I mean, tell you one thing about Barkley, and we'll see. He had an x-ray after the game, Taz mm-hmm. and Andrew, and they, he would not comment on whether or not he was hurt. He was asked the question specifically, I think, by Ralph Acciano, if, uh, if, I'm, reading the, if I'm hearing the voice right <laughs> afterward. Uh, he's not healthy. The Giants are uh, right now sitting there at a two and eight team. They're not going anywhere. Uh, you know, it's time to to shut Saquon Barkley down until he's back on the field and healthy. You cannot have him. You know, he's too important for the long term health and future of that organization. Uh, I don't think he can t- the offensive line's not playing well. He's not cutting the way he did. He's basically running into linemen. Right, his uh, explosiveness is not the it's same. Not it's not there. Taz, you got to shut him down. I mean, enough. The team's not going anywhere. Yeah. Well, what are you? Well, gonna, what's the proof I here? Know. He came back from the high ankle sprain. Right. Why they let him go so fast back from that in the first place? He wasn't coming back to a team needing him to make a playoff well, run. I don't. I gotta say, I I don't disagree with what you guys are saying. I really don't. But you got to look at the business end of it. They're paying this kid a good amount of money. People show up to these games to see him. No, He's the I, star of the team. I get it, Taz, but I mean, are you really? The team's terrible. I know they stink. I mean, the they team, stink. they're a bad team, but don't you have to think about Isn't that Pennywise pound foolish? Or, or then aren't you thinking about the fact of. Of the future of this team, heaven forbid he goes out there and suffers a, oh, no. suffers a devastating knee yeah. injury, and then it's affecting him into the offseason. I'm not saying that's going to happen. The other thing is he looks like a shell of himself. Right, yeah. right. You know, Wayne Goldman actually looks more explosive than Saquon Barkley, yeah, and Goldman's hurt. a nice yeah. player because Goldman's Barkley's good, hurt. But, yeah, right. Barkley's hurt. I mean, Barkley's yeah. hurt. So why continue yeah. to roll a guy out there that can't play at the level that you expect, and people are expecting him? Because he's putting the jersey on and he's lining up to be Saquon Barkley. Right. And but he's, he's not, nowhere near that. Well, they got to buy, right? This coming week, I believe. Yes. So at least they got a little, you know, he gets, you know, whatever's going on. But I, I don't disagree with you, you know, and then I think they go to Chicago. So, uh, you know, he is he is the star of the team. I mean, he I, is. You know, I'm he, not denying that. I don't disagree with you. And maybe the week off will serve him good. And two weeks from now, he'll look he'll look a lot fresher. But I'll tell you, yesterday, and the Jets have got a good run defense, but Saquon Barkley looked awful. And Jamal yeah. Adams embarrassed him on that strip set. Oh no, just doubt. Ran oh, right God. through him. Ran oh, right through like him. nothing, like a no. sieve. I, he really did. He pushed him away. He really did. He did. Like, I was a little surprised at that. He pushed I know him away like he was his younger brother. Like, get, like, get out of here! Yeah, like get it away from me. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Good line, yeah. Like it was Andrew like, Bogan. Uh, it was their Saquon Barkley. Yeah. Uh, Arkansas football has fired <laughs> oh. head coach Chad Morris. They're 4-18 and 18 in a season plus under him. The Lakers' seven-game win streak ends at home of the Raptors. 113-104. You think? Yeah, <laughs> they, have, they haven't won an SEC game since like December of 2017. Yeah. He was just getting heated up. Yeah. Just getting rolling. He's like, guys, what? <laughs> I haven't got my guys in yet. <laughs> <laughs> and the Seattle Sounders won their second MLS title uh, in four years. Sounders 3-1 back, over huh? Toronto. Yes. They had yeah. over 67,000 people. I know. I was reading More about than it. any Seahawk game ever. That's crazy. Oh the God. largest crowd ever for a game in that building. There is just they love they, they love their a, sounders. It's crazy like they do that yeah. walk thing. What do they do? They do like a walk, like uh, to the game. They like walk the, in as they as walk like in as mob as a mob. They have like banners and stuff. No, no, no the, the fans. fans, the fans. Oh, they oh they probably yeah. have a gimmicky nickname that I don't know. Yeah, like for the fans. Probably club. something I saw it on Real Sports. I know Pete the body's on him. He'll tell a story after the break. Pete's like, what's soccer? Mike can't spell Sounders. Red Bulls. Yeah, we got to get empanadas again. Wait, wait, nah, wait. their season's over. That's out. Sorry. Right. See you in the spring. <laughs> I might be selling empanadas in a little while. <laughs> Guys, don't, I'll see you tomorrow. Don't or put next hour, whatever it is. 
I'll be uh, I'll be on Lexadenev. Eight five five two one two four CBS. What was your deal? Twenty one dollars for three. Two one two four two. Yeah, twenty one for twenty one for three. Right. It's you got to be basically a multimillionaire to eat at Taz's lunch. Empanada cart. Yeah. Right. Empanada cart. What's in this? Fifty dollars. I just cut at the cord. Just getting lunch here. Just going to lunch, buddy. What do you mean? I work in the building. Uh, the Vikings and Kirk Cousins certainly sent a message in oh. Sunday night. We'll get into that. Uh, good victory for Minnesota. Another tough loss for the Cowboys. That comes your way next. Taz Moose on this Monday morning. CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. in the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Eight CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line is brought to you by Geico. Great news. Quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com and in 15 minutes you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. All right, let's go down to Houston, Texas. Let's have a chat with Kurt. Listen on 610 AM. Kurt, you're on with Taz and the Moose. What's up, Kurt? Hi, what's up, guys? How y'all doing? Good, buddy. What's going on, man? Doing well, buddy. What's on your mind, man? Well, I heard y'all about to talk about the Cowboys, so I figured I'd call in and put, yeah. put my two cents on it. Uh, <clears throat> man, I I watched that game last night, and I watched a lot of I watch a lot of football. Uh, but man, you know, I feel like Zeke Elliott. I feel like uh, he's just not giving it his all anymore. I feel like he got paid, and he's just like, man, I'm just going to relax and just show up. Mm. Uh, I mean, you know. Throughout the last three years, he's a leading rusher in the NFL. I mean, right? You know, and now it's like, how many 100-yard games has he even had this year? Last year, he was 20 carries for 47 yards. You know, uh, yeah. I mean, the guy's been—he's been killing it since 1984, since he was eating bats with Mick Dundee. But uh, yeah, now he don't do He don't—he ain't killing it no more. What what did he say? Uh, bats with Mick Dundee. Ba- yeah, I don't know what that means. Mick sir. Dundee, the 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 Australian actor, or oh, Bill Dundee worked Memphis territory with Lawler. No, not him. Yeah, I don't I mean, know. Go, yeah. Hey, go watch Crocodile Dundee. You that's see, it. You see yes. that movie. yes, I got you. That's all it. right, all right. right. That's Kurt, not a knife. This is a knife. Oh, that was way back right, in the that, day, Kurt. Yeah. You went back in the day, you right went there. Way back. You're going late eighties. Yeah, not playing yes, around. That's exactly right. Uh Kurt, you really think last night was that Ezekiel Elliott didn't give effort? What about the week previous when he had over 140 yards against the Giants? How was the effort that day? I mean, okay, look at the Giants' defense, though. I, mean, I, I understand that, but but if you have a team like the Minnesota Vikings did have a concerted effort where we are going to stop the run, where Ezekiel Elliott's not going to run the ball down our throats, and we're going to make Prescott beat us, and they stopped the run, then it's on the quarterback to make some plays, which he did, unfortunately, for the Dallas Cowboys. See, I'd come out of that game not being down on Ezekiel mm. Elliott and saying he's not giving max effort because he had 20 carries, 47 yards. You know what I get down on? I get down on the fact of why do, you, why do the Dallas Cowboys consistently get behind double digits in these games? Why are they falling behind 
14 nothing, right. 10 nothing. Every single game, their starts these games are atrocious. Right. And then they have to oh, dig themselves out of it. But, you know, Kurt, one more thing off of Moose's point on Zeke Elliott, just, just to give you some more information. Dude, he's currently sixth right now in the NFL in rushing. He's sixth. And six, out, six out of nine games, he had over 100 yards rushing. So, I mean, I, I, you know, I, I, and these guys, dude, man, they – Kurt, they, they can't go half-ass on the field because that's how you get hurt bad, especially a running back. You can't dog it, man. You just can't because you're going to get lit up. Uh, and he's got a good offensive line. You know, I, I just don't think he had a great game. You know, I just think that. And you got you got to give the opponents some credit, too, the, the Vikings and how they how they deed up. They played a good game defensively, you know? Yeah, I guess so. All right, Kurt. All right, Kurt. Well, we Thank you very much. For Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's unfortunate when you look at a guy like Elliott and you look at the down game that he had and you say, all right, well, why is that? You know, uh, why is that the case, right? I mean, why is it a scenario here where uh, you look at him struggling? Sometimes you got to look at the, what the Minnesota Vikings were doing. That's what I was saying. Defensively, give him some credit. Say, you know? All right, well, they had a game plan going in where we're going to stop Ezekiel Elliott, and 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 they went in and they stopped Ezekiel Elliott That's and they exactly won the game. I mean, yeah, <clears throat> so. <clears throat> You know, you you, you got to give some credit right there. They have a really good coaching staff. The Vikings—they're a really good football team. They went into the game. What they, they were? They were six and two, six and three at the time. Yeah, I think they were six and three. I mean, so the seven and three right now. The Vikes—I mean, they're a good team. I mean, yeah, and, and, yeah, beating the Cowboys down there. I mean, I, as far as the Cowboys, I really—I I thought the Cowboys were gonna be much better this year. I, I, and then they started off pretty good, but I don't know, man. I'm. Uh, I had them win the NFC East, I believe, and now I don't. It's just they're just not. It's just they're five and four. They got all these weapons, and it's just I don't know what's going on. Right, and the cat, and uh, well, I, I I don't disagree. The lack of consistency, the offense should be a little bit better. The Vikings defense, by the way, they are a top ten unit in the NFL. They're allowing just ninety one yards per game on the ground. Right, yeah. so they they are a good rush defense. Uh, you know, through the uh, through the course of ten games here, so give them a little bit of credit. Now, with that being said, Taz, I, I don't know. I mean, I think it's mistakes. I think it's bad turnovers. I think it's lack of focus at times from the Dallas Cowboys. I think it's these poor starts. I don't think care how good you are, you can't consistently fall behind well, in these games well, and expect to consistently dig yourselves out of it uh, without the other team. You, you leave yourself no margin for error whatsoever. You're exactly right, and and that's how that game started in Dallas. You know where the, the Vikings. After the first first quarter, they had a fourteen nothing lead. Yeah. I know the Cowboys scored fourteen coming back, but let's go uh, down to Abilene, Texas. Talk to Jacob. Jacob, you're on with Taz and Moose. What's up? Hey, what's going on, guys? How you what's doing, up, buddy? Jacob? What's up, man? Oh, not a whole lot. I just want to get out of the way. You know, thanks to all the veterans for allowing us to do what we do every day. Yes, sir. Absolutely. No doubt about that. Yep. Um, I think the guy from Houston kind of worded what he was trying to say wrong. I, I think. I don't think for some reason Ezekiel Elliott's vision is there right now. If you know, if you noticed last night, he was running into the back of his lineman all night long. There were several holes that he missed that typically he would see in a game where he would rush for 120 yards or something. But mm. for whatever reason, last night he was missing holes, and, and it wasn't that he was running without effort. Right. It's that he was just missing the holes that he's used to seeing, and I don't mm. know if the Vikings defense had something to do with that, which I'm sure it did. Right. But – well, there's stuff in gaps, you know, that defensive line, the linebackers, the blitz packages. But, Jacob, you make a really good point as far as vision, especially for running back. You know, as most know, running back's vision, that, that's the key. That, that that quick vision, that quick explosion to cut into a gap, into a hole that opens, that know and read off your lineman's block. I mean, so, and, and you're right, he was running into into his old lineman a good amount, yeah. 
and, and whatever that linebacker's name was that made that play at the end of the game to seal their win, that guy was all over the place last night. So for for a guy to come out and play like, you know, I think it was example, Kendrick, right? Yeah, it was Kendrick. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Kendrick, that guy's the man. He's tremendous. Kendrick. Yeah, that guy's have, all over the place. He's a great so, player, yeah. For a guy to come out and play like that, what are you supposed to do? I mean, the slow starts with the Cowboys. It's almost like they're trying to tell everybody, hey, we don't want to play for Jason Garrett, but we're going to play mm. because. Yeah, I, I'd, but, say I'd, be a little, I'd be a little leery, Jacob. I, it, it's almost sometimes, you know, you get a characteristic that starts to define you. And when right. you're successful and you have had success of being able to come back, it's kind of the worst message a team can get can get early on in the year. And it happened early on in the year. They fell behind against the Giants. They won the game. They fell behind against the Redskins, uh, Jacob, and they won Thanks, the game, Jacob. Taz. I almost think that kind of cemented these slow starts. Mm. And when the competition gets better, you're not facing the Redskins every no, week. No, you can't no. fall behind 14 nothing to the Vikings. I don't care Kirk Cousins' record on the road it don't matter against if you're, good right. teams. It don't matter if you're home or not. And right. Fall behind 14 nothing right away. It's a problem. Uh, it's Taz and the Moose on this Monday morning, CBS Sports Radio. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.